Ladies and gentlemen, it's 2019 and there's something about to happen in a couple of weeks' time that's a little bit important. (laughs) Just a little, just a little. To the two people you're currently listening to on this podcast, and that is me, Natalie Behensky, and my dear friend, Stuart Late. Hello, Natalie. It's so good to be talking to you about Game of Thrones. About Game of Thrones! We, it's been it's been so long since we've done any sort of Game of Thrones related discussion. We've been all about <laughs> Doctor Who recently, except all those times in Doctor Who where well, we sidebar yes. look, into Game and of look, Thrones. Just to mix it up, we might sidebar into Doctor Who. Who knows? Probably. Have you thought about Doctor Who since? <laughs> actually, finished? no, not really. Yeah, which probably isn't a good sign. Yeah, if I'm being honest. I, just when you said that, I was like, I actually really haven't thought much about Doctor <laughs> Who because I never finished my recap for see, for the episode ten. Oh right, because yeah. we did the podcast and then we were sure. doing Jefferson Starfish. Yes, we were. Our Check out that episode. Original <laughs> uh, Doctor Who audio episode. Yes. <laughs> that I then totally forgotten. Christmas happened and New Year's happened. I started touring. Anyway, it's one day I'll journey. get back. It's been a whole journey <laughs> It's of time and space. Um, but Game of Thrones is upon us in just a couple of it weeks. Down it's like less Winter than is here, weeks. Natalie. Winter is here. How exciting... I'm in this space where I want it to happen so bad, but yes. I also don't want it to happen I know, because then it will be over. That's it. That's it then. And I can't resolve those two conflicting, <laughs> you know, I want it to be here so bad. We, we have, once it's here, we have six beautiful, glorious weeks, the length of a summer school holidays, <laughs> and then we are done. And I just want to start, if I can, Stu, by saying I um, changed up my Patreon tiers to, yes, yeah, yeah. Um, to kind of refresh for the new season because obviously this year is my life has totally changed since totally. the last season yes. of Game of Thrones. Um, I am now working for myself, trying to be a writer and a performer and living all that sort dream, of thing. Doing awesomely. Look, living the dream is one way of putting it. Um, <laughs> I'm an optimist. I, yeah, I like you are. Thing, yeah. You are. You are very good. And um, thank you to everyone who's come out and seen my shows around uh, Perth, Adelaide, and Brisbane and Newcastle, particularly Raven On, my Game yes. of Thrones show, which a you fantastic saw. Fantastic show, Thank really, you really so good. much. And I am going to be bringing that show to Sydney. Yes, oh, cool. I just got confirmation today, so I'm getting That's everything amazing. set up. Oh. So hopefully, by the time you're hearing this, I will have a link I can attach to the podcast. And um, if you're in Sydney, yeah. you'll be able to come and see me do as a one-off show on April 14th, the day yeah. before oh, Game wow. of Thrones. So just leading in. Leading Incredible. in, it was the last possible window <laughs> before, before the show is completely I start redundant. Recapping. Well, I mean, I think there's bits of the show I can salve because a lot of people have said to me, "Oh, you should keep doing it," and I said, "But I don't know that there'll be the interest once Game of Thrones is over." Yeah, and certainly you would have to rewrite it. Um, but uh, yeah, I just wanted to do it in its current form anyway one last time and a lot of Sydney people had been asking me to go there. So I'm going to try and make it work. So if you are in Sydney, please, Mm -hmm. please come. Um, It is fun. Stu can back me up. It is. It's amazing. Guys, if Sydney siders who are down there, they should absolutely go see this. It's incredible. And it's the best way to to lean into the new series is to join Natalie on a journey to come to terms with the fact that (laughs) there's not going to be any more new Game of Thrones very soon. Personal obsession yes. uh, to the max. Um, <laughs> but in, in obviously I've been doing that um, and now my recaps really are a big source of income for me coming up over the next couple of months. Sure. And I refreshed my tiers and sort of put it out to people if, if they were interested in, in upping from sort of a minimum of a dollar per recap to two. And then I put in a $5 and a $10 tier. And mm. the response I've had has just been so amazing. And I honestly, I, it's hard for me to not make a joke of everything, but I... <laughs> I really 
when I think about it, I kind of want to cry because people have been so nice and supportive and, you know, upped their yeah, uh, doubled from one to two dollars or gone from two to five. It's it's just been so, so amazing. And thank you so much. You you are paying my bills and <laughs> and helping me sleep at night. I, w- way more than many people's Patreons. And this is directly going to Natalie. I am amazing. Yeah, and I am um, hoping that I will live up to your expectations because Stu, I'm I'm really terrible. And I know I say this before every season of Game of Thrones, but I am honestly going. How can I recap all? The, like, how can I live up to? the standard or the what people expect well these are going to be really big terrifying yeah big big episodes they're going to be and, and there's going to be so many t- hot takes out within hours and i was just saying sure. to you before we started recording there are people on youtube who see a teaser trailer and within a couple of hours have a fully produced video about yeah. it like they've got the shots they're like, so fast it's insane they're so fast and they have theories and they have it's not just like, here's this shot, here's this shot, but they go, oh, remember back to this episode. And I'm like, how fast are you working? My brain doesn't work that fast. So I, I feel like I've been getting um, imposter syndrome by watching all these, um, consp- not conspiracy, but like breakdown videos. Well, look, they have the theories, but you have the absolute crazy thirsting after Jon Snow games. <laughs> so, you know, I think, you know, you bring you bring something uh, to the table as well. How good does he look in all the promo look, material? He's a, he's a good looking man. Oh, he's a very good looking man. It's just been hard to... <laughs> and then, of course, they've been placing him with Daenerys. Yes. Purely I, to taunt you. And purely to taunt me. And and they're both so... And the thing is, they're both so charming. And I just today watched Amelia Clark on Colbert. Yes. And yeah, she's yeah. just a poppet. And I want to hug her and put her in my po- pocket. She looks like the most wonderful person she to just, speak to. Every time I see her in an interview, she looks cheeky. And I feel like we mm. would go out and have a blast Absolutely. in the town. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. And I love her. And I love Daenerys, but yeah. I just, I'm like, oh God, why are you playing John and Daenerys? It turns out she nearly died a bunch of times. She which nearly is did. insane when and I read that story. Brain aneurysm. Yes. So and for, she wrote about it so beautifully. That's it. It was incredible. I love that story. It just, um. Was it the New Yorker or New York Times? I think it was in uh, the New York Times. She yeah. A, um, or it might have been the New Yorker, one of the New Yorky. Yes. Publications. Just Google Amelia Clark. That's brain right. aneurysm. It's out there. It's out there. But yeah, Extraordinary no, it turns story. out she had like several aneurysms like she at least two, two. Yeah, so yeah, she yeah. had one after ga- the first season had been filmed but before it came out i think because yes. she, she wrote about being on the floor of like a lady's toilet and someone coming to her rescue yeah. and i felt a certain simpatico with that stew because way back when i was at university if i can sidebar uh i <laughs> had the most intense period pain sorry to get gross on people but um you know what it's a natural biological hey, function look, it's fine i'm proud of my menstrual cramps grow up people um <laughs> Well, I wasn't back then, but I would occasionally have like really intense uh, menstrual cramps sure, yeah. to the point of losing my peripheral vision. Oh, wow. Happened to me a couple of times in high school. And then it happened to me famously on this one occasion in university. Right. And I fell asleep in the main library at UQ, which is the, no, not the main library, the, the big the big sandstone one. I'm, you know not a, one. I'm not a UQ alumnus. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, UQUT. Well, it wasn't a concrete building. It was a sandstone building. Right. That's how sure. you know the difference sure. yeah, between yeah, yeah. <laughs> the University of Queensland and Queensland University of Technology. So I went into the toilets to kind of like try and just sit down and lock myself away. And I ended up going, I am going to faint. And I, I slid down onto the tiled floor because they were cool. Oh, oh And okay. my feet were poking out through the bottom <sighs> oh, no. of the toilet doors, you know, the yeah, cutouts yeah. at the yeah, top. Yeah. And I just remember kind of swimming in and out of consciousness. 
and then hearing women kind of going are you are you okay are you and like not working out that they were talking to me and eventually sort of unlocking the door going yeah I just can't really see and it's just um stomach cramps and this very nice couple of ladies took me up to the women's space yeah at UQ and put me on there they had like an area of mattresses and pillows and they put me down there and I just went to sleep right very nice of them like I wasn't in it it just was an incredibly bad attack of stomach cramps I woke up an hour later and again heard voices talking about like fundraising and and they were obviously having a, a women's space meeting about fundraising for something. Sure. And I was not aware of feminist politics when I was at uni. I just kind of was there for the journalism and I didn't really understand yes. how student politics worked. That's it. Apart from the time that a fellow journalism student tried to get me to vote for her as the Young Liberals presidential candidate. And I was always like... the Young Libs. It's always the Young Libs. I was like... All I knew about university was supposed to be a hotbed of left-wing activism. And the one person I met who was political was like the head of the Young Libs. Me too. That's the crazy thing. Yeah? Yeah. I I, I had a Young Lib try to get me to join the Young Libs when I was was in uni. The best thing for her is she ran for election, this girl, and didn't win. Yeah. And then tried. they wanted to kick her out as president. And so she was trying to recruit people to join the party to Mm. vote to keep her in. (laughs) And she was like, it's fine. I'll pay for you. I'll pay for you to join. And I was like, I don't know that I want to join the Young Liberals. Yeah, that that sounds bad. Like even just just for branch stacking purposes. That's right, yeah. I feel like I just want I to stay out on of that. principle, yeah. It's the only political party I ended up like joining or voting for was like when the um, Doug Anthony All Stars uh, group ran a political campaign. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'll vote for you guys because yeah, yeah, I'm, you, you I'm part it. of the, the yeah. DAS club at uni. You get it. Uh, if you're a, if you're an old school Australian person, you'll know DAS. <laughs> but um, anyway, so yeah, I woke up in the middle of this women's meeting and I didn't really understand what was going on. Uh, and, uh, and, and, and yeah, they were trying to think of ideas for their bake sale. And so I got up and went, hi, thanks for letting me crash uh, here. And they're like, no, it's a women's space. You can come anytime. And I was like, I don't, I don't feel like I should have. I don't feel like this is my, I mean, I know I'm a woman, but also I, I, I haven't really engaged and haven't paid any. Oh no, but your student fees pay for this. Oh, okay. All right, cool. Well, I always think that if you cover marshmallows in chocolate and put a smarty on top, <laughs> That's always a really yummy treat. So maybe you could use that in your bake sale. And they were like, okay, cool. And I was like, okay, I'm going back to class now. Bye. Bye. And I never went in the women's space again. Fair enough. But did they use your recipe? No idea. Uh, This is my problem. I never joined into the uh, feminist. (laughs) I don't even think it was intersectional feminist back then because I don't know if we knew that. It would have been straight up just third wave. I don't know. Uh, Oh, look, whatever wave we're Whatever wave that was. Yeah. (laughs) So sidebar, I sympathize with Amelia Clark. Sure. Not as serious as a brain aneurysm. No. But having that whole thing of just being slightly unconscious in public. Absolutely, yeah. I sympathize with. But just like having to understand. Sorry for that. No, no, no. Detour story (laughs) into into Brisbane University politics (laughs) of the late 1990s. Call in. Call in if you were there. Call in if you were there. (laughs) In the late 90s, early 2000s. Absolutely. But I mean, no, no, but like just the idea that. She had to then go on like the press tour for what became yeah. this insane juggernaut yeah. of a show while then, suffering from a brain aneurysm. What would they have done had she not made it out? Like not even that well, she, if she died, obviously it's worst case, but exactly. if she was unable to yeah, that's it. There, there act. Were, there was a strong possibility that she yeah. would not have been able to keep doing that show. I mean, do they recast? Like yeah. that's a central role. And do you recast someone who looks very similar? 
Or do you t- go totally the opposite? Do you, they do you go back in hand to what we now know was the original actress to play Daenerys? And they mm. shot a whole bunch of stuff with her and then... Did they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I should have looked up her name before we recorded our podcast. We're, we're professionals here. Yeah, we research um, things. But uh, no, there, there was, a, there was a, a lady who they had cast. They, she'd gone right through the process. They had cast her. She had shot scenes. And they decided it wasn't working, and they said thank you very much, and then they cast uh, Amelia Clark. Tamsin Merchant. Yes, that's it, Tamsin Merchant, um, um, who's gone on to other things. Like, she's in stuff. So it's not like she's, you know, that was her one shot and she didn't get it. Like, she's gone on oh, to other things. Oh, I see. She's a redhead. Yeah, but, I mean, Amelia Clark has dark hair, so, I mean, it's just... It's no, 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 I'm just, I'm just, uh, you know, in, I, shut up. Um... <laughs> But you know what I mean? Like, like, so would they have then gone to Tamsin Merchant and gone, well, listen, it didn't work out with the other girl. Interesting. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, I could I'd see her as see, Daenerys. I'd love to see um, her scenes that they shot. I yeah. Don't think that, oh, probably, never, out out of respect them. to Amelia Clark, they, they usually will not like let those see the light of day until many, many years later. So mm. you know, maybe for like the 10th anniversary edition or something. We'll but that's get, interesting because um, she was talking about in that article about how she got cast... Yeah. And it was someone saying, running after her going, oh, princess, congratulations. So at what point was that? Yes, exactly. Was that a recasting yeah, yeah. audition? So they'd already done the stuff with I the other? I guess it must have been. It must have been or something. Like Because yeah. there was there was definitely, like as far as I know, Tamsin Merchant had shot scenes as Daenerys yeah. Targaryen and they recast her, which must suck as an actress. Like if you're like, okay. Well, like, uh, didn't they also, weren't they also going to have Jennifer Ely who played Elizabeth Bennet in the 1995 Pride and Prejudice yes. with Colin Firth as Mr. Darcy. Mm-hmm. She was going to be Catelyn Stark and she oh, was really? in the pilot and then they recast her Oh wow, okay. um, with Michelle Fairley. Why was that? Was that just a similar reason? Or? No idea. Maybe it just didn't work or she didn't gel with Sean Bean. I'm not sure. Yeah, okay. That's interesting. It's so um, weird, isn't it? Like these little casting. I love like alternate castings. Yeah. Like, but why it doesn't work out? Who yeah. knows? Like, is My it... favorite one, my favorite story of all time is that Will Smith yeah, is going to Jennifer... be Neo in The Matrix. Yes. Greg and I were Which just talking about Greg from amazing. the Smart Enough to Know Better podcast. We're talking about that this that's... week. Can you imagine Wisecracker Neo? Such a different movie. It's such a different movie. It immediately... and, and like he would have, it was at that time where he would have done a rap at the end of the movie <laughs> like so we would have had the men in black we would have the matrix rap it's a, i'm trying to think i'm trying to think culture could have gone in a very different direction is I'm, all I'm, I'm saying i'm trying to think of a line like uh hey i'm mr anderson but you can call me neo uh i'm in the matrix get real with me bro uh, yeah that's not <laughs> natalie you have one i like to think i'm a good rap <laughs> look i just can't i just can't do it off the I don't know Will Smith's raps well, and I was like, straight to the Matrix, I'm going straight. He's, he's, very, he's, he's a storyteller. He's, a, he's like, he tells stories in, in his raps. It's yeah. very good. I was, now, now I have to rewrite the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air theme uh, For the Matrix. <laughs> I was just thinking that. I was sitting on my computer. This is a story all about how my life like got it. flipped, turned upside <laughs> down. I don't know the Fresh Prince theme song that well. Of all the 90s TV really? shows, I, don't, I can give you a full house. I can give you a Family Matters. Uh, what was that other one? Step by Step. Step by Step, yeah. The 90s version of the mm. Brady Bunch. I can give you all of those, but Fresh Prince is the one Fresh that I can never do. Yeah, weirdly. Weirdly, yeah. I never saw much of the Fresh Prince. <laughs> <laughs> That's the... Sorry. Uh, sure. No, 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 hey, look. But it would, it would kind of suck to be in that, like looking back going, wow, I could have been the main star of the biggest show in the world. That's right, yes. And they that cut would, me. Yeah, God, that would that, really it suck. It would suck. 
But then, yeah, like, do they go back to her or do they look around again and, you know, find someone else? Yeah. Like, who knows what would have happened. And remember how back in the day we used to say that, you know, her stuff was the weakest? Yes. And we would always have that discussion of, is she just not look, that great of an actor? Well, not, sorry. I, I don't, uh, she's a fine actor. I, sure. I think she's great. Sure. And I think a lot of it was the fact that her character was very ingenue and perhaps, yes. perhaps they cast her because she had that lack of experience. Totally. So that yeah, would yeah. translate into the character. That's it. Um, but we would have often have those discussions of how much is not coming through from. Yeah. How, how much is her holding back and how much is her just not. Having yeah, to put yeah. Forward. It was always a bit of yeah. a blurred line with totally, with yeah. Daenerys, uh, but it's interesting reading that article where she talked about that was her main role. She said that she was not she she made a pledge to herself to not take any roles that were crap for a year. Mm. Just try and do something good, and this yeah. was something good, and she got cast in it. Totally. But that was it was literally her first big role. Yeah, it's insane. So you know, like, <sighs> like absolutely, I still stand by the fact that the two leads of this show, like the. Daenerys and, and John well, yeah. are arguably the weakest actors on the show. Oh, really? Still, still sticking with that? Still, yes. Uh, but, even but now. John is so... Even now. He's but. so moody. <laughs> Can he I has, say... He has, he's like... <laughs> he has 57 ways to brew. So we... Oh, yeah. doesn't he just... <laughs> You'd think I would have gone off him talking about him as much as I do, uh, particularly in my show, <laughs> to which I dedicate a large portion uh, for... Uh, but... No, all the publicity materials coming out, and I'm like, why does it keep happening to me? Uh, <laughs> why can't why, I quit you? Why can't I quit you? Now, let me ask you this: You've seen him uh, short hair uh, post beer because he did. He did. He did the thing that he always said he would do. Yeah, he, he cut he it all off for a Broadway show and, and grew his yeah. porn star seventies porn oh, yeah, star yeah, stash. Rocking that! But if you look him up, he went on Colbert about a month or so ago. He was he's growing the beard back, and he's growing the beard back yeah. a bit. It's a bit stubbly, and his hair's grown out a little bit. Yeah, I think just because he was like, "Well, I can't just like be completely different." You, yeah, for the press for, tour, for the press tour yeah. it's best to have a little bit of the Jon Snow about you. To at you. least look a little bit Jon Snow. I'd be interested to know if they like shave his head or something. Oh, in or the if, show. If, no, sorry. If he shaves his head, oh, afterwards, once like, the press tour is over, he's just like, I, I get to do this now. Takes on a role Contract as like done. A, takes on a role as like a flaming, flamboyant, <laughs> shaved head. Like I'm just trying to think of the hey. most opposite character to Jon Snow. And he should, you know, why? Because like they're both really gifted um, comedic actors. Mm. You know, like like John. You know, um, they're uh, so charming and Kim they've Harrington got such is, good timing. Yeah, an incredible comedic actor. Yeah, and so is uh, Amelia Clark, and it's just. Well, they're, he gets by on pulling that serious but funny. That's right, thing, yeah. He, whereas he, she's just super bubbly and charming. He's actually, for someone who is like, you know, 27 different shades of brooding, he really knows how to just twist it to the left enough yeah. that it's a comedy well, suddenly. Well, that, um, was it the Toothless ad that he did? Yeah. For yeah, the yeah. How to Train Your Dragon yes. 3, where yeah. he's like walking around going, <laughs> I, people think I'm broody, but I just can't remember where I've left my car keys. <laughs> and it's always hard. It's like, someone's probably writing that. Someone's probably written sure, that sketch yeah, yeah. and written that in, but he's able to laugh at himself enough and he, to... Yeah. And he can sell it. Like, like yeah. there, there are there are actors out there who are quite good dramatic actors who can never sell that. Yeah. You know, and, you know, that's a skill. Mm. So, like, fair play to him. He's very he's very good at that. Yeah, and they're, they're charming as all get out. Yeah. Oh, they're just... Did I tell you the story <laughs> of a woman? I met a woman in a costume shop. No. I was buying something and it turned out that she worked for a costumier is the term I think in London for a few years just as Game of Thrones was starting and Kit Harrington came into the shop one day oh, wow. with someone else 
to get uh, from fitted. the show to get fitted for very fancy costumes for a costume party. So this was like a high oh, end. Oh right. This is like a high end costume party that costume you know Elton John's fancy dress. Right. Yeah. That yeah. Kind you got to turn up. Yeah. Yeah. You got to turn. Yeah. So she was a you know seamstress and costume designer and that sort of thing. Right, and she okay. had to go and take their measurements. And as they left, she got crash tackled by a fellow employee going, do you know who that was? And she was like, no. She's like, that's Jon Snow from Game of Thrones. She was like, hadn't watched it. I hadn't watched the show. It might have been like the first or the second series and she hadn't watched it. And she said, but I could tell that they were famous like celebrities because they were so, she said he wasn't with the redhead, obviously Rose Leslie. Yeah. Maybe he was with, she seemed to think he was with a blonde girl. So maybe that was Amelia Clark or maybe someone totally random. Yeah. He said they were just so attractive and so charming. Right. They were the kind of people the world has always been nice to them. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Like they have no reason to be bitter or jade because the world has just always been a lovely place. Things have always worked out. Things have always worked out. (laughs) And so then she said, I said, so hang on, what measurements? She said like the whole thing. I, she said, touch now, this hand. Now, hang on. <laughs> I took his inseam. Oh, my goodness. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> You've been in approximate proximity to the junk mound. <laughs> and I was going to tell that story Rare in my show. I was thinking of telling that story in my show, but again, it was like, well, it wasn't me. Like, it happened to someone it's, it's else. It's hard to sort of weave that It's in hard there. to then go, let me tell you about this funny story that happened to someone else. Yes. Um, <laughs> So you should be paying them the money to see the show, <laughs> not me. I don't have any. She, she gets a cut of every, of every door ticket. Um, so, uh, yeah. So what I did want to say is I've started uh, doing some rewatching, not as much as I have wanted to do, mm. but in particular looking at season one, because as a lot of people know, I binged watched the first series of Game of Thrones sure. yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, over the course of a weekend, basically. And I was just so into it. Going back again and looking at it, just realizing how much was being set up in that first season. Yeah, absolutely. And how ne- how much now it's like inevitable. You can see the dangers. How much I lost in that binging process of not seeing the build up as much. Going, oh, it's fascinating. Yeah, yeah. Going back to it and kind of going, oh wow, Ned is just being outfoxed. And just seeing from a distance. He's making the honourable decision every time and it's always the wrong And because I was binging it, I was like, no, he'll be fine. He'll be this, he'll be that. He's the hero of the show. He's the hero. They're not going to kill the hero And obviously I'm watching with a different perspective, having known what happens. Totally. But going back to have a look at it and seeing how high the stakes were at that early stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember just kind of, oh yeah, like when um, Jamie and Ned fight in the streets of King's Landing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because... Catelyn Stark's taken Tyrion and that's an insult to the Lannisters and, yeah. and just how serious that was. Sure. Whereas it kind of like just passed me by as, oh, they had a fight in the street. But it's like, no, they, the Lannisters killed all of the Stark men. Totally. Including and like Jory Castle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ned's kind of right-hand guy. And like they're incredibly high stakes from so early on. Totally. And I just thinking about now, obviously we're dealing with White Walkers and dragons and... Death, yeah, like, oh like the stakes couldn't be higher but, at this point. But, but the stakes were so high. That's like, right. Yeah, yeah, there yeah. was so much intrigue and well, so I mean, much. They, they tell us like it was in it was in the very nature of the show. Like when you play the Game of Thrones, you win or you die. Yeah, you know, but, like the stakes were that high to start with. Yeah, it was. It was just, and it's going back to see um, see things like Tyrion having uh, in the Eyrie and being asking for a trial by combat. Yeah, and going, is anyone going to step forward and help me? Totally. And then Bronn does. And then going back to seeing, oh, there was like 
a good chance nobody would come forward. No, and, and he and, would just and, and be killed. He could just be killed at that yeah, point. He really it. was taking a risk. Totally. Um, and so I, I found that really fascinating to go back, and I'm hoping to do more watching, but lots of things are happening now, and it's hard to go. No, no, it's true. It's, it's hard to kind of go, I'm going to go sequester myself and watch 10 hours of Game of Thrones today. <laughs> I always feel super guilty, but I should I should do more of it. But well, yeah, I think it was, it was like some... It was like two months ago or something. Someone said, now is the, t- is the day yeah, if that you if watch you watch one, one episode, episode a day, yeah. that will take you through to the thing. And it was a long time ago. It was like, you know, two months ago or something it was, Yeah, because there's 67 days. Sure. So, yeah. You know, so it's actually like a long watch. Mm. So if you just do one a day. So if you, if you step it up and you do like two a day or something like that, you can burn through them. But even then it's, it's like 40 days or something ridiculous. Like... Mm. There's a lot of television. And there's been lots of people, like if I'd had really tried to plan my life better, I would have tried to do something where I could be doing a, a quick recap or a quick something every every episode and sure, doing yeah, yeah. that one a day and kind of there's been lots of people doing recaps online or, hey, we're doing this yeah. and we're binging this. And um, I, it's, it's a lot, like it's a lot to dedicate to when I've, I've had other it things is. I've been trying to do, but I... I these Do Johnny like come lately. We've been doing I, this for years. I feel like I've missed the, missed the opportunity <laughs> now. Unless I can get everything sorted this weekend and then spend next week just binge watching like everything. Well, that's true. That's possible. It's possible. It's I mean, so that's like a way. season a day. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> can, pretty can I much. can I say for the I over Christmas uh, with some family and friends we watched uh, we did the Lord of the Rings marathon, so we mm. watched all three Lord of the Rings films in a day. And that's 12 hours. Wow. Right. That, that's, uh, yeah, because each one of those movies is like four hours long, like the proper extended editions. They're like four hours long. There's three of them. It goes, if you start at eight o'clock in the morning, you will be there at eight o'clock at night. Yeah, wow. Like it's just a slog. And by the end, you're kind of like, this could be over now and I would be very happy. <laughs> like, and I love Lord of the Rings. I'm a very big Lord of the Rings guy. I was done by the end of that. So I don't know how you would go watching like 10 hours of it's like at least 10 hours of yeah television day. every day so not quite a lot of, of the, the rings, rings marathon mm. but but nearly um i look i think what it's shown to me is how valuable having shows that are week by week totally can be yeah absolutely and and it, it's ironic because binging that first season is what got me like oh my god i'm in on this show yeah uh, and I'm sure I would have been had I watched it week to week. I'm sure that would have happened, but it's what got me super in. But every 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 episode since I've been like, I'm so glad I have time to process, totally to yeah, recover, yeah. to maybe rewatch a bit, to think about it, to yeah. prepare for the next week. And, and the people yeah. I know who have kind of binged it, I think are possibly losing, losing maybe some of that, or they're having yeah. that kind of all of that emotional intensity crammed into well, such a short period of time. It's one of those things where like. You watch Ned Stark die. Spoilers, sorry for anyone listening to this podcast. Yeah, uh, basically your fault at this point. But, anyway. <laughs> um, but you know, you watch Ned Stark die, and then you can just put on the next episode. Whereas when I watched it, I watched it first run, right? So I saw that happen. End of episode. Yep. You have to yep. wait a week, and you just sort of left there going, "What? What? What? What just happened? Yeah. Did he?" I think he is that the, yeah is that actually, the end or like killed him? What? Is he going to be back? Yeah, like, are they going to put his head back on next week? <coughs> he'll come back or something. It was yeah, just no. yeah, it's crazy. What what is happening? Mm. And he didn't come back. Yeah, like but 
you had to wait a week to, to find, find that out. out. It was incredible. And, and like you had time to like, kind of adjust and then you got to sit down and go, okay, so Ned Stark died? That's it. And I think there's something really valuable to that kind of storytelling totally. just as opposed to the binge. And I think there's plenty of things you can sit down and mm. kind of go, la, 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 la. But, uh, and I'm sure there are lots of intense things that reward binging where you can kind of really sit down and focus. Sure, and stuff's being written for that as well. Yeah. Like, you know. But I, I feel like... You know, Game of Thrones technically is a bingeable show because it's one big long story. Like, there's not. Oh, for sure. Everything's you know, bingeable. But, but, you know. The rewards, I think, are yeah. greater from having that distance. And Game and of Thrones is weird, too, because so many people s- caught up on it. Like, I think third series, it got really, really big. And so a lot of people binged mm. the first two series. But it's still an episodic show, it's a week to week show. So mm. it's this weird in between period. It's the last of the old mm. style prestige dramas event television event television but it's also like one of the first examples of people binge watching a show to catch Mm. up on Mm. you know and there had been other ones like breaking bad was the big one um before game of thrones the surprise a little bit but um you know where people caught up on breaking bad because the final season was coming out and there was so much hype around yeah yeah um but like Game of Thrones was like that as well, where everyone was like, hey, this show about like dragons is amazing. You really need to watch it. <laughs> and everyone was like, oh, okay. And so they binged the first two or three series and, and caught up. Uh, and, you know, so it's funny like that. It's, it's in that weird um, bridge of the gap between, mm. you know, the old sort of style of television mm. and the new style that we're seeing now, which is really interesting. And, and it's, I, I am trying to think ahead and I've had people asking me like, what are you going to recap next? And it's just <laughs> been so hard to think about the future beyond. It's been so hard. I know that totally. I'd like to do His Dark Materials, which is coming out oh, from yeah, the BBC because yeah. yeah, I love those books and that's going to be different because I've read those books. Mm. It hasn't been a while. It, sorry, it has it's been, been a while. while. Yeah. Uh, but I love those books and I remember those books being like for the final one, I think Amber Spyglass is it? Like not wanting to finish the book and also wanting to finish the book, having that feeling of when I finish this book, it's going to be over. Um, So it's been a while. So I feel like I could recap that and kind of be like, oh, that's right, this bit and have that sort of sense of the books and where they might differ and that could be something interesting and new. And I think that's BBC. So I think it will be week by week so that could that could work but i'm very you know call in if you've got suggestions (laughs) i'm very happy i'm 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 going to try to get back to something like westworld and and finish that off and and see how i go because i enjoy the process but there's um it's it's nothing has quite captured me like game of thrones so i'm a bit worried obviously if they do the prequel i'll be in on that we're in we're in we're We're in and we're doing the podcast we're podcasting it's happening happening. (laughs) i'm glad that you're on board because i was like i haven't told Stu about this (laughs) this is something that will be recruited to me but yes it's all he's been recruited um but yeah so i thought it would be good um you know now having sort of reflected on all that stuff to talk a little bit about what we have seen yes so if you're avoiding all trailers, things, then... Totally, and there's people out there who do that. I don't know. There's people yeah. out there who do do that. <laughs> Dan from the Smart Enough to Know Better podcast. <laughs> the good thing is Dan is in Portugal at the moment. Yes. Also, he's left Facebook. Sure. So it's going to be Quite right weeks. <laughs> I, well, I, I envy him his commitment. Well, yes, but also I connect with all my beautiful people through Facebook That's and true. others. And if I didn't have that, I don't know how I'd connect with people. Like it's a really, no, I know. Yeah. yeah. It's, I it's, know hard. it's we're, downsides, again, but we're in a weird transition where everyone's a, like, Hey, social media is garbage, but this is all we got now. This so, is, this is our life yeah. now. This is how I found people. And yeah, totally. 
you know, no newspaper would publish my columns. So I found people online, you know, that's that, that are there and I thank them and, and, and touch them up in, in sensuous ways. But, um, <laughs> sorry, was that not appreciated? Uh, but, um, Dan. Yes. I don't think comes back until about three weeks into Game of Thrones, which means it's going to be months until he hears this. Yes. He, if he be, listens to this He'll be all. messaging us like, you know, months and months from now going, oh, I can't believe you said yeah. this about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll just get a random message as we often do going, <laughs> I do not say this. <laughs> we'll be like, thanks, Dan. Uh, but yeah, so uh, hi, Dan. Hope you're enjoying Portugal. Mm. I would love to know what it looks like, but you're not posting any pictures. So... <laughs> This is how we are. I so guess we'll have we, to get yeah. come to your place. Did you really go? If did you, you if really it's not, go? If it's not on Facebook, if you did haven't you really tagged go? yourself yeah. at a castle totally. in Lisbon, have you even been there? Um, are there Game of Thrones locations in Portugal? It looks very much like it should have been. Yes. <laughs> and the only reason I know that is because his beautiful wife, Aurelie, who took, of course, my mother of kittens photo. Yes. She's a, a phenomenal photographer. Uh, is posting on her Instagram. Oh, okay. So that's the right. only reason I'm keeping up. Absolutely. And she's posting these amazing locations where I'm like, Do that looks like know. a Game of yeah. Thrones place. <laughs> but I think it's because a lot of it melds in with some Spanish architecture and they did shoot in Spain. Sure. So I think like yeah. the Tower of Joy was a place in oh, Spain. Oh, it was too. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So there's, I think there's a crossover there from the uh, Iberian Peninsula, mm. as they say yes. in geography. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just, I don't know. Um, so, things. Let's yes. talk about the trailer. Let's, let's Not talk only about- things, Natalie, but stuff. Yes, stuff and things. Let's talk about the aftermath trailer. Well, okay, let's go back. There was the big trailer. There was the big trailer. That came which out I, which three I, or four weeks ago. I was very, very happy about because it confirmed that my man, my darling redheaded, my darling yep. redheaded man, yep. Tom and Giants Bay. Tom and is alive and well. He's alive and kicking. He and Beric are kicking at what looks like the ruins of something. So maybe they were near where, you know, uh, Viserion yeah. brought down that wall. Um, but they look like they're okay. So They look like they're okay for now. For, well, hey, look, it's the final season. Anything Only can happen. If they kill Tormund, I will. You're be, out. I'm, I'm done. Like, <laughs> you'll have to podcast by oh, yourself. Oh, God, we have to prepare I, for so many deaths. Oh, there's going to be so many deaths. Oh, so many people God. are going to die. Natalie, oh, it's God. just the worst. Did you, you didn't see the Maisie Williams, if I can sidebar to Maisie Williams went on Jimmy Fallon. Yes. And did an April Fool's so, Day So no, prank. I didn't, I didn't watch this because all, and, and you know, ki- you know, commitment to the bit, it's great. All of the videos are slugged. Maisie Williams drops a huge, a huge Game, Game of, of Thrones, Thrones trailer. trailer. Yeah. And I was like, well, I'm not clicking on that. Yeah. I haven't come this far to be tricked so easily, you fools. So I won't say, she, she drops a spoiler and sure. is horrified by it. Oh, right. Yeah. is absolutely horrified and going, we're not taping, you can cut this out, can't you? And then Jimmy Fallon is all like, what's, are you kidding me? Did you just say that? And and then anyway, she runs off stage and he goes after her and they pop out and go, April Fool's, uh, um, which I suspected right. was what it was going to be. Yeah. But uh, not that I'm particularly good with April Fool's Day jokes. I just sure. thought she would be on it, more on it than now that. Now the, the crazy But joke. they did it so well. Like, did, she, like she, everyone was like, she is such a good actor. I'm like, she's a good actor. Like, she's a good actor, yeah. That's... <laughs> Kind of if thing. someone's committed to a bit, they're yeah. going to make you believe that exactly. they screwed up. Yeah, and yeah, because yeah. everyone's tension is so on edge with Game of Thrones spoilers, totally. it was very easy to sucker people in. Um, were, were there like gasps of like... Yeah, everyone went quiet and was like, like oh, oh, no. shit. oh shit. But it was particularly Jimmy <laughs> Fallon's response of going, are you kidding me? Did you... 
yeah, we'll just let's we'll just move past that. Okay, audience, can you just clap again and we'll just pretend that bit never happened? And then she's so freaked <laughs> out she runs off stage. Oh it was goodness. very well done. But yes, it's April Fools. But maybe it's not. Maybe it's a whole well, setup thing. I was gonna say, like, I don't know what the spoiler was. Do you want please me to tell please you? Please don't tell okay, me. Okay, I won't tell but you. But what I'm what I'm what I think would be a hilarious joke would be if that was actually a spoiler. Yeah. And she's just said something that actually happens in, in series eight. Yeah. And it's entirely possible. It's just April Fools. It's, it's entirely like ha ah, jokes, no jokes. Because uh, who knows? Like, they could do anything. Yeah. They could literally do anything. They had... Um, Kit Harrington was on Colbert, as I said, mm. and he was trying to guess the endings and trying to... Like, he had the cameraman zoom in on Kit Harrington's face yeah. to go, this is what I think is going to happen or this. <laughs> and then to see what Kit Harrington's face would do. Yes, like, yeah, could he, yeah. Could he keep like a straight face? Yeah. And that was very good as well. And he ended up sort of saying something like, oh, the Starks have a son and they call him Tony and it's Tony Stark. And then he just started laughing, <laughs> which is which is a meme that's been around the yeah, internet for years. Sure. Uh, but... Uh, they've they've done a good job. Like they've done a really good job holding their totally. holding yeah, on to yeah. the <laughs> holding on to the secrets. Um, well, but, did we did we say that there was um in that in that article there was a uh, in that massive uh, article from uh, Empire I think or E uh, Entertainment or Weekly Entertainment Weekly yeah. did a big article about the fight um, scene in particular the, the Battle scene. of Winterfell. Yeah, they were talking yeah. about the Battle of Winterfell, which apparently took like seventy two days to shoot and is like the fifty five yeah, nights enormous. Like just yeah. the, the biggest battle ever televised. Certainly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, bigger than most. Filmed battles, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, incredible. The Helm's Deep of Game of Thrones, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and there had been like a drone had gone over, or a helicopter had gone over, or something, and the set went into lockdown because yes, they it was thought, a police chopper, and it turned out to be a yeah, police chopper or something. Yeah. But like the set went into lockdown because they were afraid it was a paparazzi yep. shot, and yep. it's like, well, you know, that, that's the level that they're operating at at mm. this point. You know, like it's just insane. How do you keep and and I'm surprised by the level of what they put in the trailer. Yes. You know, they yeah. showed. So obviously they've decided, look, there's no avoiding. In terms of their pre-publicity, they've obviously decided there's no avoiding the big battle. Let's make that our point of focus. Yeah, Let's get makes... people concentrating. Yeah, absolutely. On this big battle in episode three. But that, that actually, is that episode, do we know it's episode three? That's or? been the, f- apparently that's to... like the name of the episode or something. So that's oh, why okay. people are thinking it's there. Because I... But it, yeah, could, like as you say, two, it could all be, one, it all like could it could be, be it red could, herrings. It would not surprise me if they did the massive... I don't think it'd be episode one. Uh, I don't know. Maybe. I think there's got to be a lot of returning home relationships. Of... Because they, they just released... So there was the big trailer a few weeks yes. back with Danny and Dro- John approaching the dragons. And yes. they're like, oh my God, they're going to ride the dragons. <laughs> and everyone's saying, he already rode the dragon. And I'm like, ha ha, very funny, uh-huh, boat yes. sex. Yes, excellent. Uh, but um, they had... Um, the the John in that one they had a picture of John at the heart tree in the yes. Godswood yeah, yeah. standing by himself very looking very broody mm. I think you could only see his back but still it's a very broody back <laughs> and they released that but then just in the last few days they've released a couple of extra little teasers where they've mm. taken footage from that one and spliced in some other bits oh okay I so they've I've seen those ones that's that's we should watch good. them we should watch them um, yes. because one of them has. Jon Snow there and then they cut to the reverse shot and you see Arya standing behind him so you're like is that their first reunion is that maybe they've already been reunited and that's them talking about something else yeah um let's uh let me bring these up we can bring these up yeah we can maybe cut this out or or whatever like it's whatever you know whatever (laughs) I mean like it's our podcast we make the rules yeah who cares Game of Thrones season 8 trailer so there were three 
So there was one called Together, one called Survival, and then one called Aftermath. Oh, okay, so I've, I've seen um, Aftermath. So okay, I've, you've I've seen, Aftermath. seen Aftermath. Aftermath Let's came out see today. Together. Okay, so did all came, these come out today? They all came out in the last couple of days. I okay. saw them, I think, yesterday. So some of this is from the original yeah, trailer. Absolutely. So we got the that, dragons. Oh, and there's a theory about that moment, which I'll oh. get to. Dragons over Winterfell. Yeah. So that was Beric with his it flaming was, sword. Yes. Different shot of Cersei. It was Arya fighting, I think. And that, dragon, yeah, the horse and yep, the dragon. The that the was dragon. in the main yep. promo too. But that, that the main thing was Tyrion going, "We must fight together, or we yes, will die." We will die. Then there's survival, which is this one. So people can listen to us. There, there's Arya behind oh, John. Too, yeah. So again, that's from the. Everything's very fast. That was Jorah behind Danny. Yep. Need to end this one. John Candles in the crypts. The uh, second sons, Golden Company. Sorry, that was Jamie. John and Danny coming into Winterfell. Yep. The White Walkers again. Arya again, sprinting. That one. So I'm getting so excited. To I watch know, this. just watching them. So those were taking. That main trailer, yeah, most of that footage was all, and then throwing in a few extra part, little yeah. bits, and then the one today. Like, <laughs> oh shit! There it goes. My hard drive just came off the computer, Stu. <laughs> I'm going to be in trouble. Um, oh no! My hard drive is called Tyrion because it sinks and it knows things. That's the best pun. I Thank love you. it so much. Thank you so um, much. The hopefully your computer doesn't completely uh, grab its stacks. Um, yeah, let me just check that Audacity is still rolling. Hooray! Hooray! Always a good place. This to, is to hilarious. Check, uh, people, an hour in. people just uh, are we an hour in? Oh, probably not quite. But okay. Yes. Now this is aftermath. There's not going to be yes. a lot of sound here, but we will commentate what we see because Absolutely. I think I think this is really we important. We did see this today, and it's symbolism. Yeah. So there's the Stark. So banners. we see the Stark banners All torn up, torn up, still fluttering the breeze. Winterfell is empty. That looks like a spear. That's yep. A cold brazier. Is that a? Dog head or a that's wolf head or something. I didn't know what that was when I first yeah, saw it. Yeah, it was hard to see. Empty um, stables. That's the empty stables. Snow falling. That is Tyrion's hand of the king badge. Too, that yes. is needle. That's needle. I just saw that in the in the glow. These are braziers Overturn on top of things. That is the feather from the Winterfell crypt trailer oh, falling down on Bran's wheelchair. Ah, of course. And then we see Jamie's hand Jamie's in hand. the snow, the golden hand. Uh, this is a chain, which may be for dragons or maybe for something. Yep. And, and then, then finally, Longclaw, Longclaw in the snow Johnson, with that yeah. howling wind. And is that the moon behind? No, that's the door, the gate, of the, the gate of Winterfell. So that is like the wind being sucked out of Winterfell yes. by the looks and of it, that. It, or across Winterfell. Aftermath, which yeah. suggests, like, if you take it on its face, if you take the symbolism on its face, like, it suggests that all of those characters Everyone's die. dead. Um... Now, I don't think that's the case. No, that would be pretty weird if they just sort of said yeah. ahead of time, hey, um, by the way, all of these named that, characters. To me, that is the trailer is the follow-up to the Crips of Winterfell trailer sure. because yeah. it's got that feather in it. Yes, that's and true. That yes. feather. Oh, well, God, sorry, YouTube is auto-rolling. Auto um, that's a lint ad. So if you want some lint chocolate bunnies, that's uh, you can pay us for that. If, if lint wants to uh, sponsor this podcast, please do. We're yeah, a big fan do. of your products. Oh, look, there's a picture of... Um, Sorry, this just popped up as I was looking at YouTube. Of, oh, this is the... This is Lizzie Bennet as uh, the ultimate Catelyn Stark. Stark. Oh, wow. Yeah, she's way too pretty to... <laughs> <laughs> Nothing against Catelyn Stark. 
nothing against Michelle Fairley, but you know what I mean? Like, it's just sort of like a, she, she fits the role so much better, I think. Like, yeah, isn't that interesting? I don't know, who knows? Maybe we would say, we would say differently if she'd been cast. So that aftermath ad is the really interesting one because we see key totemic items yes. for our favourite characters. Absolutely. Who, let's face yeah, yeah. it, are all at Winterfell. They are, yes. Including Jamie, which is interesting. I mean, he was on his way there, but we haven't seen him get there yet. Well, so. we've seen him in the trailer saying, yeah. I'm here to fight. Sure, for, And we see him in the battle in the trailer. So we can assume. And it's, I'm really interested to see how they react to Jamie. Because, of course, there's going to be tension. Yeah, there'll, be, there'll be a fair bit of tension. But... He pushed Bran out the window, but if he hadn't done have done that, Bran wouldn't be the three-eyed raven. Totally. You you wonder if Bran then will be sticking up for him. And saying, I I think Bran yeah. will be like, it's okay, I forgive him. Yeah. There's nothing to... I'm cool with this. I, this. It had to happen. I see it now. And if Bran wasn't the three-eyed raven, he wouldn't be able to prove John's or know John's birth or know what That's happened right. to Ned. You exactly. know, Because he's able to look back and see what happened to Ned with Littlefinger. Totally. yeah. Um, he wouldn't be able to do any of that. So I think he'll have this sort of, all this has happened before, all this will happen again. What was that from? Uh, that was from Battlestar, uh, Battlestar Galactic. Galactic. Sorry, yes. going back. That was such a good show. It was an amazing show. I was thinking about that the other day. I don't think it ended super well, but no, they, people they, didn't they, like the ending. They went with angels or something. They did that thing where they started writing the show not knowing how it was going to end. Oh, yeah, for sure. just sort of got a little nuts in the, <laughs> the last couple of seasons. <laughs> it just went anyway. for the robots are taking over. Yeah, exactly. It's so weird to think that was like the mid 2000s. It doesn't seem like that it long was, ago, but that's quite a while it ago. It was 2001 like the late, to like 2006 or something. Uh, I, yeah, I think it was a bit later, but I'm going to look it up. Uh, I think it was about there. 2001, 2002 till about 2006. Yeah, that's yeah. that's what I'm feeling. Uh, sorry, I'm going to get it uh, here. <laughs> Uh, the TV show was uh, 2004 to 2009. Oh, I beg your pardon. Oh, that's much later than I thought it was. That's sort of when I thought it was. Well. So I uh, <laughs> just again am saying how right I am. Yes, well, Stu, look, you know, how and, right and, and we've got I that am. on tape. It's on tape. It's on tape. That's right. <laughs> so um, in terms of the aftermath one, we, we see key important... Because it was Sansa, I think, who... No, Rob, Robert Baratheon put that feather into the statue of Lyanna Stark, but Sansa was the one who picked it up and put it back there. Yeah. But obviously that, you know, represents that. Uh, Bran's wheelchair, needle, Tyrion's hand, uh, long claw. I couldn't really see anything... Oh, Jamie's hand and I, that chain. There was a bit of focus on the chain, which I couldn't yeah, quite I understand. Is that, that like that a chain? belongs to. That's weird, yeah. I'm sure someone's like Brienne or Jorah or... Yeah, I'll have to look. Yeah. These YouTube... Oh, my God. These YouTube clips will have it sorted. I'll have to go watch one. Yeah. They'll, they'll have it totally broken down and, and worked out. But to me, that's the symbolism of... It's. I think it's. I think it's getting people excited and getting people going. Oh my god! Look at the thing. Look, it's like a jigsaw. You know? Totally. Yeah. I don't think we will see everyone die at that point. But mm. to go back to that where I mentioned that Daenerys, there was a scene with Daenerys. You saw her back and her braid. Yes. And John kind of leaving the room, and she's in front of a fireplace. Some yes. sleuth on the internet mm-hmm. uh, compared that fireplace. Oh, that's the to main a fireplace on Dragonstone. Oh, right, okay, yeah. And said, oh, John and Danny are at Dragonstone, obviously. And so all these theories have popped up. Yeah, they've done like a comparison that there well, are, I guess they could there are ridges. There yeah. are ridges on this 
Um, oh, I'm always weary of this stuff though, because like sometimes well, it's very right, and sometimes I just it's think very maybe wrong. they repurpose the fireplace. Sure. Yeah. In, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah, that's literally absolutely. just a set thing. They've gone, oh yeah, yeah. well, let's bring this back in, and that can now be remember the Winterfell too, fireplace. Yeah, I was about to say, remember too, Winterfell <laughs> has big fireplaces because it's in the middle of like the north. Like yeah, yeah, you know. and and it's just like oh, we need a room with the fireplace. It's Winterfell. Okay, yeah. we re- Dragonstone is also kind of made of stone. Let's. Sure. You know, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, exactly. I'm just saying that shows have budgets. Even ones totally, as big yeah. as Game That's of Thrones it. will go, well, it's, why are we building a whole new... That's it. We can just repurpose it. Let's ...bedroom with a fireplace. <laughs> but there's all these sleuths now who think that there's going to be a terrible battle at the Battle of Winterfell. It's going to go badly. And John and Daddy will have to skedaddle back to Dragonstone to, oh, to regroup. Okay. Well, and I... Hey, look, maybe. But that would mean they would abandon literally all the other characters. Everyone else. And I just think, unless the White Walkers are killing... Well, Everyone else, and then how? I was thinking today. Wouldn't it maybe be that's hilarious? the end. Maybe the yeah. end is that everyone dies except John and Danny, who decide. Well, well be... nobody knows we're cousins now, so let's just get on with it. All this build up, and then episode two, everyone at Winterfell dies, and then it's just Cersei and Kyburn desperately trying to figure this out. <laughs> They're like, uh, "I guess we have to do something about this now." Four episodes. <laughs> of, four episodes of Cersei and Kyburn <laughs> trying to make it work. <laughs> New He's, show, new yeah, sitcom. Yeah, yeah, completely new we show. have a new sitcom. We do. Instead of living with home with Mrs. Great Woman, Miss Day. I gotta write that down. Absolutely. <laughs> try to make this work. <laughs> <laughs> we have a new show. <laughs> but I mean wouldn't that be incredible that they just they just kill everyone immediately and they're just like and I guess Cersei has to deal with this now? Um yeah, like, going the Night King. Like, what? Like, like Euron shows up. He's like, ah, oh, where do you want to go? And it's like, ah, oh, we've got like a whole army of zombies that we need to figure out. Like, yeah, can your yeah, Golden Company yeah, go and yeah, fight is this, them? Yeah, is this like a thing? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Cersei and Kyburn try to, to make, make this work. work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that tickles me so much. Oh man. That's, oh, see, this is the joy of the banter. Exactly. Just, i got to exactly. write that down. If someone's it's an just, artist, if someone's an artist, yes, you can please. do us up like a title <laughs> card. Maybe I can do one in Canva. Uh, I can put something up, Cersei and Kai, with some. It's got to have really like bubble writing. Yes. Like, you know, yeah, so yeah. They're, they're like... If I can just find a photo of Cersei and Kyburn with their doing the shrugging shrug, the shrug guy like, emoji. Yeah. <laughs> or Cersei looking angry and Kyburn's like, <laughs> I wasn't trained for this. Yeah. They kicked me out of the Citadel. <laughs> can I make so just his solution to everything is make more zombie make more mountains? Zombies, yeah, make more zombies. It's like that is the one thing we do not want you to do right now. But hey, zombies are coming. How do you fight zombies? With other zombies. Fight zombies with zombies. I do wonder if that's going to be part of it, though, because he was the one looking at that hand. That's true. In the scene in the pits going, ooh, maybe I can try and... Exactly. God, wouldn't that be a turn up for the books? And then what happens with Kyburn, unlikely hero. Zombie Mountain. What does happen with him? This eight foot tall How do you kill something that's, you know, what is dead may never die? Mm. Uh. Well, you, you stick a hound on it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Clegane. That's got to happen in the series. Yes. That has to happen in the series. It has to happen. Thematically, that has Well, we been... saw pictures of the Hound at the Battle of Winterfell and there's fire yeah. everywhere. Yeah, yeah. And he's going to lose his Nana totally. because he's not great with fire. Well, maybe, well, maybe. Or will he rally He'll and go... He'll overcome his fear. I'll, I'll finally find it in myself. That's it. Find it in myself. <laughs> What's that, Whitney Houston? 
If we can believe... You know what the type of song I mean. Totally, yes. Find myself. Um, clearly, I'm a music expert. <laughs> hey, do you think I should do song parodies in my recaps again? This sure. Year? I've got to work out if... Absolutely. Well, I just... That sounded really sarcastic, but yes, you yeah, should. Yeah, yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> sure, sure. Let's waste everybody's time. <laughs> um, because I think they I did it once in the first episode and then I was like well that's just a thing like that's just mm. a one off and then something came to me for the second and then it just kept happening yeah uh, and then I was like well I've got to be inspired though but the thing is Stu I don't know any songs <laughs> I don't know I talk a lot yeah. in my show about how the only song I really know is Africa by Toto that's so it. come along and see just how much have that's you, true have you done a Game of Thrones Africa mashup at this stage? No, 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 I haven't. No, okay. Weirdly, Africa, and I, look, I don't want to give too many spoilers away about the show, but Africa's a tough one to rewrite lyrics to. It is. Well, it has, you know, very distinctive lyrics itself. Yeah, it's really hard to scan something into as sure as Kilimanjaro rises like Olympus above the Serengeti. Exactly. It's really hard to get those rhymes. That's already shoehorned in there it's pretty hard. It's shoehorned. Like, it's hard to replace and get the right scanning exactly. and the right syllable count. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um... So, what else can we talk about? Well, we're just, uh, you know, we're talking about how excited we are. Yeah, that's true. That. <laughs> <laughs> have I run out of, the, have I prematurely run out of puff? Exactly. But the, the thing is, this show just makes me so happy and excited. Yeah, exactly. And it's that whole thing of going, oh, it's not just mine. It's the world's show. I saw, totally. I saw, because you know that Game of Thrones, HBO has been running this competition to find the throne. They've had six different thrones in different parts yeah. of the world. Not Australia, of course. But people have been finding these thrones. Like the girl in New York, there was one in New York, and she found it within 10 minutes of it going online. Yeah. Because she, she knew the area yeah, and went, exactly. oh, I know where that is, and got yeah. on a bus and went up there and ran up and snuck it, like literally climbed a fence to sneak in. <laughs> and then there's a dude in a crown and a cape going, here is the rightful heir, and crowned her. It was hilarious. And then do a live interview straight away. Um, but uh, they've been doing that. And then outside Rockefeller Plaza, Rockefeller Center in New York, there's this – massive iron throne oh like really I'm, I'm talking let me okay i i'm just gonna well this is probably just to put on my nerd hat just for a moment um george rr martin initially conceived of the iron throne as being huge like and he conceived enormous. of it being this size this site is not available in your region <laughs> what the we've, hell? we've hit a geo block what the hell so, okay, can't, there we go. There it is. Oh, my goodness. How big is that? It's hard to tell, but I'm pretty sure it's like at least sort of three people high. Oh, my God. Yeah, so that's huge. That's enormous. Because that's the entry to Rockefeller. They're like the big doors there. Yeah, so, yeah, and it's up on like a plinth. Yeah, yeah. It's it's uh, huge. That's amazing. If you if you, if you you guys uh, yeah. can, you should look it up because this is amazing. Look at this thing. Yeah, it's ma- it's on a big it's on a big stand, but it's still huge. Oh, it's enormous. Yeah, yeah. So a base. Like, it's on a big base is yeah. what I mean. But yeah, it's enormous. Uh, and I don't know if they've knocked that up out of fibro or a bit of core flute, <laughs> which is how I do my shows with a lot of core flute. Lots of core flute. Um, but it's impressive. That's the back of it. Look at all That's, the swords. Yeah, it's incredible. Only 250 or whatever the Peter Baelish says. 250 what? There's only 250. There's meant to be thousands of swords in there, and it turns out it's only about it's about 200. When was that? He counted one time. Oh, did he? In, in series one, that they him and Varys have that conversation. Oh, I don't even remember. I haven't, mustn't have got back up to that in my rewatch yet. That was actually a very, um, a very cool little conversation. One of their cool little conversations they had. They used to have great conversations. Amazing didn't conversations. They? We won't have that anymore because he's dead. 
Well, we haven't had that for a few seasons because Varys has been over in Marine. But uh, it'll be it'll be fun to see what Varys does. Because in the yeah, because there's something like there's something going on. with He him. always seemed he has an angle. Yeah. Um, he has in a the mission. books, there's this whole subplot with like a like oh, a, prete- fake. a pretend yeah, Targaryen, there's a pretender yeah um, that he might be involved in. That there's a lot of hints that that's what he's pushing for, mm. but they haven't brought it up once on the show, so I don't know what they're going to do mm. like with his character. Well, they're bringing in the Golden Company, of course. Yes, um, which seems very late to be bringing that stuff in, but you know. Maybe. I guess I guess it's something new, like something yeah. different for just a bit of interest in the South. Because sure. remember, Cersei doesn't have a lot. Well, that's it. Until to... everyone dies and she has to deal with the White Walker crisis. Yeah, well... <laughs> <laughs> but it is like it is Cersei and Kyburn try to make <laughs> this work. Uh, and I don't know if that was the right melody, but <laughs> and then the Golden Company come in and be like, uh, can you yes. solve it? Guys? Yeah, yeah, yeah she, absolutely. She doesn't have anyone to have arguments with now because everyone's true. terrified of her. Uh, what do you think about the ideas? A lot of people are suggesting that she'll have a... Because there, there was a shot of her drinking in the trailer. And everyone yes. went, well, if she's drinking, she's clearly not pregnant anymore. And I'm like, <laughs> you, do mis- you think that somebody in a medieval world <laughs> is really up there with the knowledge of alcohol effects on fetuses? I love that everyone's going, oh, you know, she Oh, she's drink. clearly not drinking. Yeah, like, she's clearly uh, not pregnant anymore. I'm like, it's drink. Cersei Lannister. She would probably smoke six packs a day if cigarettes existed in Westeros. Absolutely, yes. And not care about the effect on totally. the fetal weight. She would not care. I just but, thought that was the strangest criticism for people to make. It's like, oh, no, women don't drink when they're pregnant. Now? Yes, of course, now they don't. 30 years ago? We are oh, talking yeah. about a medieval fantasy land. Exactly. Um, but what I, what I found really interesting was a lot of people were saying that um, Cersei has made the whole thing up. Which is interesting. Well, I always thought that that was a potential. Yeah. She did seem to do a little bit of genuine protect the belly acting when the zombie kind of lunged at her. Yeah. But, but who knows how good she is at just going, I must remember to, you know. But but then the thing is she wasn't visible. She wasn't, uh, she hadn't announced her pregnancy to anyone. It was only after that meeting right. yeah, that yeah. Tyrion went and he clocked it and went, you're oh, pregnant. you're pregnant. So, Which makes you think that it is actually a thing and she's not just bunging it on. It's so, so, it is odd, though. It always struck me, her pregnancy yeah. struck me as odd. I thought it could have been a, a faked pregnancy to manipulate Jamie. Totally, yeah, yeah. Um, so maybe... And I, funnily enough, in there was some promo shots that they released of her and one of it was a full body shot side on. And There's I no looked at not. it and went, she doesn't look very pregnant. It yeah. just looks like the, the silhouette of the dress. But then some of these YouTube videos... Uh, we're like, oh, she's clearly more pregnant then. I'm like, I don't think she is, no. guys. I yeah. think that's 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 fashion. You're definitely seeing not what you want to pregnancy. see. Not yeah, pregnancy, uh, fashion, not fertility. Yes. Um, <laughs> th- yeah, they, they were sort of seeing that, and I, went, I don't know that that is a like. Yeah. She doesn't look. Her belly is not concave. She doesn't look visibly not pregnant, but no, it's totally. uh, but I don't know how much time is supposed to have passed. That's I don't. Right, exactly, I don't think yeah. much time has passed, but I would have thought they would show some sign of... Well, in the world of the show, things are moving quite quickly. And look, in the world of the show, people don't seem to be very big when they're pregnant. If you remember Daenerys, when she was pregnant, and she she, had the kid, and she she looked like she was about four months, five months. She had like one scene with like the fake belly. Yeah. And that was it. And it wasn't even that big a fake belly. Because that was back when like time just rocketed by. We went through like years and years of, or you know, like, you know, months and months of, mm. of time, showtime mm. in like an episode. Watching season one again, I'm trying to work out how much time actually happened between Ned sort of arriving at the capital and then being killed. Because it's meant it, to be a few months. It's at least. meant to be yeah. probably half a year. Yeah. 
But that's still pretty quick for everything to turn toilet. to crap, yeah. <laughs> and I was watching the scene where Ned, because, you know, he resigns the hand ship. Hand ship? Hand of the king. And then Robert's like, the oh, yeah, the handshake, yeah. Mm. And then Robert's like, no, no, I'm going hunting. You've got to, you know, sit on the throne and you've got to do it and don't hand your badge in again. Be, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have your badge. If you hand your badge in, have your badge. Uh, and he goes hunting and then Ned and then the um, attack comes, the, the victims of the Riverlands attacks. And I remember that not really making a, like, I remember skimming over that, not really understanding the gravity of that. Yes. And yeah. that was when Jamie, having killed all of Ned's men, he and Gregor Clegane have like buggered off to the Riverlands, yeah. raped and pillaged their way through. Totally. And so a this bunch is where you forget to, that, like, to, to get revenge on the Tullys. Villain. Like, so straight, much a villain. Straight up villain. He like, is horrible yeah, in season he's one. The worst. He's awful. He of I don't know if any other character has had the redemption arc totally. that Jamie has. Yeah. And like when you go back and watch all that stuff, has he had enough redemption? Like this is the thing. The first yeah, like he's he left when he like stormed out on Cersei and was leaving and put on his black clothes and his black glove and trotted up. And you're like, yeah, on Jamie, the King's Road. Yeah, you tell like, her. Hey, I love you, Jamie. Yeah, Jamie, you're the best. And then you're like, he literally he pushed a kid out the window. Yeah, like hit the first and episode. Then yeah, killed all these other people and, and like attacked Ned Stark, killed but, a bunch but of men. But that's the thing because they didn't have the budget. I think in the first season. You heard about these Riverland things as just the people coming in to complain to yeah. Ned Stark and he making the decision to charge Gregor Clegane with, you know, treason or yeah. criminal behaviour and murder or whatever and he's got to come back and answer for his crimes. And he sends off Beric Dondarrion, the weak-jawed Beric Dondarrion. Because <laughs> he, the first guy who has, like, two lines where he just goes, uh, as you command, my lord, he's just kind of like a random dude they pulled yeah. out of the extras pile you're to like, go, you're oh, now okay. Beric Dondarrion. Beric Dondarrion. <laughs> and recast him to be this grit, gritty, grisly, <laughs> you know, lock-jawed, like, oh, I'm Beric Dondarrion, I have gravitas. Uh, whereas in the thing, he was like, I'm Beric Dondarrion. Off yes. I go on my horse. Doop, 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 Which I guess, I guess tracks because like he was meant to be quite a dashing oh, like, was he? knight before oh, he sort okay. of went off. And then he died like a bunch of times. Got yeah, true, back and true. Then he becomes but his, that all happened. Yeah. So we only meet him, what, in series three? Do yeah, we meet Beric Dondarrion uh, and, the, and, the, two, and the Brotherhood of... I, two and three get a bit funny for me when I think about them. I think it's three. Yeah. Yeah, this is why I need we're, to go We're back very good. Me. We're very good experts on this show. It's this is very good. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I think it's series three. But, um, yes, it's after Melisandre. It's after the Battle of Blackwater Bay because Melisandre goes to get Gendry off the Brotherhood without banners also so she can shag him and get more powers mm. back for Stannis because yep. he lost the Battle of Blackwater Bay. Yeah, see, I got it. Must I'm all over it. Done. I'm all over it. Yeah. Because then wasn't Gendry rowing... He was rowing Maybe for like four seasons. He was rowing for like four seasons or something mm. crazy. Um, That's one of the biggest gaps. He's going to be a bit of a all right in this series, I think. <laughs> well, he's going to be you know manning the forges. Well, yeah, he's manning the forges of Winterfell. He's and, all you know, sweaty he and brings stuff. Brings out his warhammer for. for yeah, you know. I bet he does. <laughs> and also, he fights monsters. And also, <laughs> yeah. So we haven't seen much of him in the trailers and extra stuff. So no, although a- um, there was some stuff teased. I think it might have just been a picture, but there was a picture of him and Arya in the same uh, room, Aww, which is going to be great I haven't as seen well. That. That's going to be so good because yeah, they we have so. Reunion. What are the reunions we're going to get? So we're going to get John with. Bran and Arya. John with Bran and Arya. Which is um, going to be already, freaky. He's already reunited with Sansa. Last yes, he season. is, but there'll be a cursory um, kind of like, I'm glad yeah. you're back. Hey, here. thanks. Nice to see you. 
Thanks for nearly undermining me with a dickhead. That's great. (laughs) Well done. Um, There's going to be uh, Arya and Gendry. Yes. Uh, There'll be Jamie and... um, Oh, Jamie Jamie and and everyone. Well, Jamie and Brienne. Jamie and Brienne. And the Starks. Jamie and the Starks. Starks. Yeah. And... And also, like, if Tormund makes it back to Winterfell... Jorah and... Oh, Jorah and Jorah and Lyanna. And yeah, hopefully they'll be oh, a bit there. Of course, yeah, yeah. But I uh, guess people don't really... Because that's not his daughter. That's his niece. It's his niece, yeah. Yeah, okay. Or cousin. I imagine she'll have... Yeah, it might be cousin. Family. No. The royal uh, are weird. Cousin. Yeah, because he's... Um, she's the daughter of Jaor's sister. So he's the daughter... Ah, of, right. So he's cousin. Yeah. So they're cousins. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I also wonder if Mira and Mira Reed will show up again because there's all this talk about Howland oh, Reed. Yeah. Cause remember the only other person who knows about Jon Snow. Yes. Maybe they're happy with it being confirmed through Bran and through Sam. Yeah. Um, maybe that's enough, but Howland Reed is the guy who was there. Who's still alive. Yeah. totally. And he's hiding out in his froggy March castle. Oh, right. Yeah. I see. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. I, th- I thought you were talking about jo- uh, Jojen Reed. No, um, he did. Of course. He did. Died via skeleton. He did. Um, and according to fan theory in the books, like Bran ate him or really? something weird. There's a weird like. Is there? Thing. Apparently the Three-Eyed Raven like ended up feeding Bran bits of Jojen. It, it's a whole thing. Look, I'm not surprised because apparently all they ate up there was moss. Yes. Exactly. So that's not got a lot of protein. So yeah, a little bit of protein uh, from one of your fallen comrades. Yeah. Wow. And if he's got the green site, then at least you're absorbing more power. Cause isn't that the whole thing? You're supposed to so, eat yeah. your enemies and sure. absorb their powers. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's how he becomes so powerful. Who yeah, knows? exactly. It just works for me. Um, <laughs> what did I have for dinner tonight? Oh, that's right. The blood of my enemies <laughs> in a nice stew. Uh, not, 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 not you stew, like a, a stew stew, not a stew, not a, not a stew. This is the way Americans say, they, they, they say a stew or a stew. So your nickname in America would be stew. Well, yes. Not stew. Yes. Like, cause you know, Australians and English people pronounce it's, the stew. Yes. It, whereas it's, a, it's like they, they'll say a, Hey, I'm a producer. I'm like, <laughs> I'm producing. Have you been talking to a lot of Americans lately? Or? No, I just notice it in, in speech <laughs> because I notice particularly when Australians start saying it. Yes. We used to have a boss. Uh, we sure did. Yeah, I, know, I love the, the stew. We had a number of shared bosses, but I love the stew knows exactly. I, I know exactly which one you're talking about. And he spent some time in America, so he had sort of this affected way of saying. Yeah, uh, yeah, that, yeah, that thing that a lot of Aussies have. I'm a producer. Up, like, weird, like the weird mm. R and mm. the weird um, D. And stuff yeah. like that, like Murder. producer, producer, and producer. Just the emphasis on the ooh sound, as opposed to a u sound, like producer, mm. it's like producer, producer. Uh, so I noticed that a, few, a bit more and more happening with Australians picking up damn Americanisms. <laughs> Stop that! Stop saying acclimated. Uh, it's schedule. Yes. Oh yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's a big one. That's one. That's one that we have lost the battle on. Like everyone says, schedule. I know it's like impro and improv. I do a lot of improv. <laughs> I'm still. I'm f- flying the fag. F- I'm flying the fag. Sorry, that was offensive. <laughs> Mardi Gras was a couple but, of weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, that, that's that's. Um, I oh, please don't hate me on Twitter. Oh God, <laughs> it's finally going to happen. Um, I, how much do I spend just dreading like the inevitable Twitter shitstorm for something I say? Something's that's gonna just. Happen, yeah. I, I'm going to say something that's. 
terrible and I don't even know what I've said the, it and it's going to cause a massive... Yeah, the, the ironic thing will be it will be for something you'd never even suspect and bam, oh, I'll be, it'll, it'll I'll, kick off. I'll just... Yeah, I'll be in trouble. So I just I just want to apologize in advance to everyone that I probably will offend in my ignorance. Yes. Um, but yes, the the improv is the Americanism, and yes. and there's a lot of people now in, in Brisbane who are who are like, oh, give up the fight. Everyone's searching improv now. You've got to put improv in everything. And I'm like, oh. but you just sound like let's do some improv. And I'm like, oh god, I don't want to do improv. I don't want to do improv. I want to do impro. So now I've just taken to going, oh, I do improvised comedy just so I don't have to say. <laughs> just oh, improv. <sighs> I just don't like it. I don't like it. I refuse. I'm getting to that age where I'm just starting to go, no, no. You're like, no, no, no. I've made That's, my choice. Yeah. I've made my choice. That's what I do. The kids can do whatever they want, but they're wrong. <laughs> that, that Seymour Skinner gif of, uh, yes. is it me? No, it's the no, children. It's the children are wrong. <laughs> um, well, this show has really just been this whole decade of my life. And sometimes I think about that and I get a bit sad. <laughs> well, I think Mostly about- I'm happy because I'm like, imagine, just imagine having this amazing thing that we've been taking part of. And then I'm like, well, think about what maybe you I were should doing. have like done something else. Think yeah. about what you were doing when you first. Well, yeah, I was, well, was still at 4BC. We was, Absolutely. We were both still, we were at, both 4BC. still at 4BC. <laughs> How is 4BC now? It did. Have we, have we ever mentioned that that on air? Like I don't know because we well yeah. I well, mean we've we, always we, alluded to it, but we've never we've never. We worked said in commercial AM radio, yes. and it, it's like it's it it's totally like what like your your it's like your Ned Stark, it's like a, <laughs> it's like your Red Wedding. Well, it's more like it's more like the mountain. It's a, zo- a shambling zombie. That's uh, true, you know. but without the charm. Yeah. Um, well, well, hey, hey, hey. Well, like, that's rude. Um, no, no, no. We no. There's, I'm being rude, but yes, we we had the difference in our lives. We were, you know, totally. I had. That. I I think I had only just because Game of Thrones was 2011. Yeah, first so season. I had just met my who the person who would become my wife. Aww. Uh, I had just met her, and I. Basically, had to force her to watch the first series. <laughs> I remember. The- I thought you were about to say I basically had to force her to go out with me. <laughs> she came around in the end. She came around, but in the end. it yeah, took yeah, yeah. a while. It was it was a whole thing. But um, no, no, we I I what I had watched the whole series, and I I basically had to be like, no, no, this is a really good show. You should. This really is a watch deal it. breaker. Yeah, for yeah, me. yeah. <laughs> and we watched. I remember we binge watched the first series. And after about episode two, like, like the first episode, she was okay. She was like, oh, put on one more. And after that, she was hooked and she was just as bigger. That's what I think. Like once you get to buy about episode four of the first series, if yeah, you're not you're hooked in. by then, you're in. Yeah, yeah. then you're probably not going to enjoy it. Totally. Um, and I, so many people apologize to me when they say, oh, I haven't watched Game of Thrones. I'm really sorry. And I, <laughs> I try to be really positive about it because I've not seen so much, Stu. Um, to the point where well, I to the point where I came up with a new name for our podcast, where I watch things that I should have watched a long time yes. ago, <laughs> called "I'm Late to This." <laughs> um, this is literally the first time I'm hearing about this yeah, right now. That's, I thought that's I so told good. you, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's no. called "I'm Late to This" or "I'm Late to This." But uh, uh, so it's the idea totally, of like, yeah. hey, you know that show from like the '90s that I never watched, Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Let's bring it round. Let's let's uh, let's, uh, let's reshell that one, yeah. uh, and and then go. Okay, that's what I missed. But I'm late to this. But I got here. I got here. So I think maybe that could be our podcast going forward. 
And it, then that way it's stuff that you missed or stuff that I missed. Totally, yeah, because yeah. there, there is stuff we can that share. I missed. Yeah, exactly, we can share. exactly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm late to this. Um, but I try to be really understanding of people because I haven't seen so much and I don't want people to think that I judge them. Sure. Because sure. I have so often encountered where I go, oh, I haven't seen Breaking Bad. And people are like, oh, what? Can what I say, do you do with I, your life? I used to be very guilty of that and I've tried not to do that as yeah, much anymore. Yeah, I think that comes like with it's, wisdom, you know, yeah, you know? Exactly. maturity when sure. you can go, everyone's busy. And also... Everyone's got stuff. Sometimes you it. just want to put on a, a series of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. You've already watched three times, but you just want something <laughs> fun that you don't have to think about. Exactly. And I don't, you exactly. know, there's a yeah. lot of YouTube makeup tutorials that I've got to watch, totally. Stu. Yeah. Speaking of which, oh, the Venn diagram of yes. my life... Became a full circle. Oh wow! Because I, as I've alluded to before, I'm quite obsessed with like makeup. Is kind of my geeky, like oh, pretty shiny. That's things. your, that's your little put yeah. on my arm. Ooh, like some people have. Some people know, paint figurines. Some they people do. Like Hello stamps. to Greg from the Smart Enough to Know Better. <laughs> Greg has truly, if I can just say, he has decided to being in Perth and and wanting a hobby has picked up miniature painting again. He's phenomenal at it. He's mm. so good, and he sends me pictures of his army, and they are the most revolting disgusting creatures oh okay they're called <laughs> nurgles or something from right. the games workshop warhammer oh, nurgles okay, right, i think right, right, and yeah. they're like creatures who are built out of like they absorb other people right. creatures into them so they'll have like a guy who's like really kind of like fat and saggy and he's got other people's faces coming out of his belly or his <laughs> back is made up of someone else's legs right. like they're gross and he sends and he's painted them so vividly i'm like that's an incredibly good paint job but i want to throw up yes well that's I good i think that's the desired effect sure exactly but my thing is like i just like trying to paint my face <laughs> and look younger than I am. Yes. That's the inevitable delaying of age that look, I'm trying you know. to do. Urban Decay, which is a makeup brand, very nice brand, have done a Game of Thrones makeup collection. It's oh, being okay. released on the day that the show comes out. Oh my God, yeah. And they've got... So what, what variants do they have? This is incredible. So they've got, yeah. So, I mean, I can show you if you want, but we're, you know, we're coming to the end of the show. So, sure, but yes. they've got <laughs> lipsticks. Oh, I, but I'm they sorry. Have... I, won't, I won't artificially extend this tangent anymore. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> hey, don't. I was trying to be mature. Right. Um, no, you're fine. Point, point out my errors of judgment. But yes, they've got like eyeshadow shades. One's a black shade called Take the Black. Yes. Oh, I see. Yes. Cutesy names. I see what they did there. Uh, and they've got like a gold eyeliner that's called Lannister Gold and a, a nice. red one that's called Dragon Smoke. They're just, it's just super cute. And the eyeshadow palette comes in a box when you open it. It's got an Iron Throne that pops up. <gasps> it's so cute. I, actually, I don't wear makeup. I kind of want that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Buy it for your wife. That's um, true. Well, hey. If I go. can, if I can work out because it's, it's, it's not like it's super expensive. It's just their normal prices, which mm. look, to be fair, makeup is now an expensive thing because everyone's cottoned onto the fact that, oh, wow, it's actually super popular. So people have <laughs> jacked up their prices, but it's a very beautiful collection and it's limited edition and it yeah. will sell out. So, um, there's the, you can buy a vault, which has everything in the collection in it for $250. Yes. Um, and I'm like, Ooh, do I buy the vault? Wait, Natalie, you need to pay bills. Yeah, sure. But but the pretty makeup, you never get another chance. You don't need any more makeup, Natalie. Yes, it's like, who am I? What's that guy who does the thing? You know, and he talks to himself. Uh, no, you got friends. Kermit the Frog, no, you are friends. No, don't be friends. Be the, the one from the show that you... Gollum! All right. <laughs> My acting is clearly world class. <laughs> 
world-class acting. Once you said it, I was like, oh, okay, sure. Until look then, on your just, face. I was just like, like, you were like, oh, the guy from The Thing who talks to himself. I was like, okay, sure. I'm just saying, Stu, uh, the, the look on your face was, was one where you thought that I'd had some sort of turn. <laughs> I'm going to have to call the authorities yeah, now. Natalie happened. has started talking to herself. <laughs> Me, I want a makeup. No, you don't need makeup. You're good. You're pretty without it. No, not pretty. Ugly. <laughs> Ugly and old. No, you're just you're growing responsibly and aging well. No, not aging well. Wrinkles and fine lines. Need color to slap on face. Like cheap Victorian whore. <laughs> Don't say that. It's rude. And, and uh, say sex worker is more politically correct. Don't, don't insult sex workers' work. Don't insult people. They had to make me. I know, but I'm just saying to myself that I look like a Victorian whore. It's like I st- I'm finding it offensive what you're saying to me. I don't think you should say sex work. I don't want to say that. Gollum not PC. Gollum not PC. <laughs> Gollum's various personalities Gollum all team up and becoming, like brigade him. Yeah. <laughs> Gollum just becoming like Andrew Bolt. Oh, okay, fine. I'll sell. He's off. I'll he's off. Okay. Oh, man. How's that Fraser Anning guy? <laughs> <laughs> I don't write a lot about politics. I keep thinking I should write about sure. politics and try and get – people seem to – Twitter just seems to be all about politics, which is fine. Um, is it? But I don't. I can't get any traction on Twitter because I'm not sort of writing tweets about – horrible people doing horrible things like mm. i'm trying to not mention pauline hansen like sure. i'm just trying I mean, to avoid mentioning her and the i did recently because of that fantastic al jazeera documentary which yes. i know throws up questions about journalistic integrity uh, and, it doesn't, no, it doesn't and 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 that but it's like for frick's sake they literally they, they were dickheads yeah. <laughs> they deserve to be caught. absolutely uh, 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 this is this is one nation party who were filmed undercover going to the NRA, going, "Give us money, and we'll change how Australia votes." <laughs> but they they were taken out of context. And I was like, Sh-. "They were, and they were on the source." Um, hey, speaking of which, because I was doing <laughs> I was doing a clear out on my phone. So if you know this one nation thing, if you're in Australia, this James Ashby character, right? Mm. Yes, yeah, yeah. He is who we've both met, and have I like, met him? I, I think you. Oh, well, I, I've met him. You have met him. <laughs> yes. Was he the kind of soulless potential psychopath that he uh, come, came across? He in that was undercover? a bit dead-eyed, like like you know, he was. He's a political operative. Yeah. They all look and act like that. Like they all dead inside. Yeah, a little yeah. bit. <laughs> anyway, I was clearing out my phone. I have his number in a note on my phone. A yeah. number for sure. him. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think it's because I met this random guy at a function somewhere in Brisbane who was this in- incredibly like outgoing guy. I think we were doing some improv, not improv. And he, he was so into it. And then we ended up talking and he was saying something about his mate who was in a bit of trouble on the Sunshine Coast because he was working for Peter Slipper at the time. Right, he was talking yeah. about his mate James and, oh, he's in a bit of trouble in camera or whatever. And I went, is your mate James Ashby? And he's like, oh, my God, yes. Do you know him? And I'm like, I'm a journalist. I, I know of aware him. of James Ashby, yeah. And I think he gave me his number, and that's how I think I ended up with. Oh, okay. But now I'm like, do I call it? Like, should I? What, I'm sure what it wouldn't would be, be the, the same. <laughs> that's like a five-year-old number. I'm sure it would be different. It, but I'm like, well, should sometimes. I just put it on Twitter and let someone else do that? <laughs> just give that's it a true. call. Yeah, just like, hey, listen, this is a number. This is a number. Who knows that at what will one point, if you call this? Please don't abuse someone if they're not him. No. <laughs> <laughs> please don't leave an abusive message if you don't hear. Anyway, uh, that's kind of random, but um, <laughs> politics. So I think I need to get into talking about politics, but um, 
you know, it's really awful. Do you need to do that? I don't, I, I'm just I don't... a bit worried that people will yell at me for whatever reason. I feel like there's there's a lot of chance that yeah. people yell at you for stuff. I don't know why you would do that to yourself. I know, <laughs> but it seems to be the way to develop a... I need to do more writing, Stu. I no, need to kind you, of become like a writing keep, person. You need to keep doing what you're doing well, which is being incredibly funny about Game of Thrones, which is... But that's over soon, Stu. Uh, that, 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 that meal ticket has come the last stub has been last, checked last drinks have been on called. the meal ticket yes uh and and i need to find something else so maybe i can sort of set myself up as some sort of you know millennial reactionary you know like a daisy cousins or that other one who's you know all these like 25 year old women who are like well i've never had any problem dealing with men they love me because i'm blonde and blue eyed and flatter them so i don't understand what these feminists are on about Honestly, just give them a wink and a bit of a tickle and they'll do whatever you want. <laughs> I think I've just invented a new character. There you go. I need a name. Um, oxymoron. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, okay. Well, Stu, thank you so much for joining me um, in your house. Um, <laughs> that's, that's all you need to know about this podcast, everyone. There we are. <laughs> he didn't know we were podcasting tonight. No, no, yeah, he just came is... home from work and I was just at the front like, door. Going, Are you ready? We're going to podcast you. It's going to be great. <laughs> Um, so thanks to everyone who um, supports me kidnapping Stu on a regular basis. <laughs> we are going to be doing this podcast live. I have long ago succumbed to Stockholm Syndrome, so it's fine. Thanks, Stu. Um, oh, it's a nice city. Yeah, we are. We're going to be doing this in front of people. We are going to be doing this. All of this. Yes. People will get to see the magic of yeah. my Gollum fortunately, impression. Fortunately, we are not a very like heavily edited podcast, so I feel like people know <laughs> what they're going to get if they yeah. come along. It's not like... You know, we are like a tight 20-minute podcast and then they come along and they see an hour and a half of us rambling at each other. You'll yeah. get the full experience. You'll get the full ramble. Absolutely. Um, including the nudity. Isn't that what rambling is? <laughs> Isn't rambling... Oh, no, it's just going walking in the countryside. Why did I think it was nudity? Why would you... What? I'm sure there was I mean, something of, about a, a nude rambler. Wasn't there a story all... years ago about a nude rambler? I mean, Game, of, Game of Thrones is all tits and dragons anyway. That so is... Lo- yeah, no tits anymore though, Stu. No, there's not. Nude Rambler. And quite frankly, I'm against it. I'm against it. Um, Naked Rambler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Naked Rambler. A couple of years ago. Stephen Peter Goff. He's a British activist. Oh, he just went for a... In 2003 and four, he walked the length of Great Britain naked, but was arrested when he did it again in 2005, (laughs) 2006. Look, mate. They were like, listen, the first time... You did it once. You had your fun. That's right. Time to put some pants on. (laughs) Get a proper job. Come on, mate. There's kiddies around. Just put put it away. You know, I know the economy's a bit depressed, but you don't have to make the rest of us. I don't. I, I just love it. You can have one naked ramble in your time. The whole length of Grey Britain. Two is pushing it too far. Two is just over-egging the pudding, uh, which coincidentally is what yours looks like now that you've been after in the cold. You, after you've been uh, in, the, in, the, in the elements for two years straight. It's a bit windswept and interesting yeah, if we can right. just say yeah. that. Um, but yes, I... Uh, Ruddy complexion extends beyond the face, is what I'm saying. <laughs> Can I 
you just say I like our tangents? I like them. And it's our podcast. I like them too. You know, and yeah, that's it. People if we didn't tangent, if we didn't ramble, how would we come up with Cersei and Tyburn learn <laughs> to work it out? out. I keep we'll, trying to sing. We'll work it out. Yeah. And we'll I keep get back singing to Cersei and Miss yeah. Grey Woman, Miss Sunday in my head. <laughs> That will make it. That will make a comeback. We'll probably have the finale of Grey Worm and Missandei at some point, and then we'll transition we, to Kyber and. We Cersei. need to have yeah. We need to have a resolution on what happens there because yes. there might. And what if it's sad? Well, it'll be a sad ending. <laughs> it will be a sad ending. <laughs> How will people know? Oh, yes. <laughs> That's yeah. <laughs> the, the dizzying highs, what, the terrifying what, lows. What, what, whatever <laughs> happens, they will be stoic. <laughs> Oh, man, I'm so excited about this show coming back. So, yes, so things to look out for. Uh, I am coming to Sydney on April the 14th. I have another bit of an exciting announcement, which I can't say right yet, but okay. but I will hopefully be able to get that to people in coming days. But I have a bit of a, a cool thing, hopefully. It's a, it's a very cool thing if it does all happen. And, if it does and, all yeah. pan out, I'm hoping you'll all be cool. Um, but, yes, then uh, we're doing this podcast live from Tuesday the sure 16th of April. At Mary May's Bar, which is underneath the Brisbane Powerhouse. Yes. So if you know the Powerhouse, you go downstairs and there's a bar there. You can have drinks. So join us. We'll be yeah. having drink. We'll be podcasting and drinking. and um, The finest combination. The finest com- combination and the finest conversation. <laughs> yes. And if people have theories and stuff, they'll be able to like yell them out at us. But like not too much, obviously. Please, like, please don't disrupt our podcast don't be, too much. <laughs> don't be too disruptive. No. Uh, <laughs> to be honest, as, as I was saying to you off mic, I will be... St- Startled if anyone actually shows up. Yes. So I will be. Oh, if you do Stu, show up, that would be amazing. Look, worst case scenario, it's us drinking in a bar doing that's this right. podcast. Yeah. So it's basically this in a bar, <laughs> just translocated with to a, a beer. Yeah, that's right. And I'll have a lemon lime and bitters or totally. something. You know, a bit exactly. exciting and a bit dangerous for me. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it's going to be great. Uh, and so my recaps will be on. Please check out my Patreon, patreoncom clumsy. The Facebook page is facebookcom Throne. I am Girl Clumsy on Twitter. Stu is at Disco Stu. Mm-hmm. He doesn't need to advertise. I do not. Um, but go follow him anyway. Please do. And <laughs> uh, Disco Stu, Girl Clumsy, please tweet us anytime. Uh, Facebook anytime. I am, you know, look, got nothing better to do than answer all your calls. I've made my $10. Okay, I'm in trouble because I've made my $10 tier on Patreon. Like all of the things that you get for the other tiers, plus like tell me what you want me to do. Because I thought no yeah, one's going to sign up. That seemed wildly uh, optimistic on your part. Well, I was um, like, no one's going to sign up for this. Like, no one's going to sign up. Like, $10 a week. That's sure. a lot of money. Like, I don't want to, you know, this is kind of a lot. I don't know what people would want for that. So I'll just let them decide. And then now, like, a bunch of people have signed up. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God, am I going to be able to do what people want? What if they want? <laughs> and I mean, I said, look, I wouldn't do homemade porn. But maybe, I mean, maybe I... <laughs> Maybe I have to be flexible. I mean, look, well, and, and maybe you will have to be flexible. Who knows? Yeah, in many ways. Yes. Uh, on multiple levels. Well, um, but I, I, do, I mean, probably not porn. I'm just, I'm not that. In, in all seriousness. In all seriousness. No. I'm just not that comfortable with my body at the moment to, to do that. But there might be other things that I can do that you would enjoy, a bit of writing or. Sure, yeah. And then, and then people can decide if they want something for themselves or if they want me to kind of go, well, I was challenged to do this, so here it is, or here's me doing this or whatever, or mm. doing a video or, you know, response recap, video, what do you call them? Reaction videos yes. and yeah. stuff like that. Um, yeah, so it's going to be fun. 
Yeah, I'm I've, super excited. Awesome. What a journey we're going on <laughs> as a big Game of Thrones loving family to yes. everyone listening. And thank you so much for your support. I know support. There's, there's there's people out there who have listened to every episode of there's a few of them. They're not they're not there's not a lot of them, but there's a people out there who've listened to every episode of this podcast. Aww. and they are amazing. They are and so they, good. They really and are. We, Thank you so much, guys. You know, this is a long time to have us blethering on in your ears. It certainly is. <laughs> but uh, we appreciate it and we have great fun doing it. And Stu and I have been buddies for is it like 13 years now. It's some ridiculous amount of time that I don't like to think about. Cause yeah, because we're young and vibrant. It me. <laughs> we're young and vibrant. Um, so, ladies and gentlemen, I will bring the podcast to an end. Thank you so much, Stu, for joining me in your house. And uh, let's <laughs> let's meet up. Let's meet sure, up. Let's meet up in two weeks. In two weeks for our first live podcast. I cannot wait. And if there's anything else that massively breaks next week, we will obviously bring it to you. Totally. But we'll work that out. Uh, if they have another trailer or something, we can get together for a quick debrief. Absolutely. Um, and until then, Valamogulas. Winter is here. <laughs> <laughs>